Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. So we'll be wrapping up the week's news in energy markets this week. And in particular, we'll be, we'll be focusing on the eastern fringes of the EU, where some activity has been going on in Turkey and Ukraine. My name's Ben Lee, and here with me today, we have Tom Marzek-Manta, who's the editor of The Gas Report. Morning. And Ara Sabadus, who's the editor of our Turkish Energy Report. Hello. We'll start off in Turkey then. So, Ara, I understand that there has been a delay to privatisation of some energy facilities uh, in the country. Could you tell us about what's going on there? Turkey was hoping to um, privatise 16.5 gigawatts of uh, gas-fired and hydro generation that uh, are currently in the uh, portfolio of the incumbent AUASH. It has succeeded to privatise around 6 gigawatts of um, thermal and hydro plants. And there will be another two gigawatts lined up for sale until the end of this year. However, I understand that the remaining eight gigawatts, 8.5 gigawatts, are now on hold, possibly because of political uncertainty. There will be elections, snap elections, within the next two weeks, on the 1st of November. And we don't know what's going to happen to the privatisation after these elections on the 1st of November. But, as I say, the two gigawatts that have been lined up for sale until the end of the year, which consist of two big power plants, uh, 1.5 gigawatts of uh, gas-fired generation, a smaller one, uh, the 180 gigawatts, will be privatised. The remaining will be um, hydro production, uh, hydro capacity, and that too will be privatised. Okay, so this delay to the privatisation of 8 gigawatts, what impact might that have on on the market? Uh, well, as I said, the 8, eight gigawatts have been privatised throughout the year, so we've only got ah, two, gigawatts, 2 gigawatts left for immediate privatisation. Um, I don't foresee any big impact on the Turkish uh, gas market. A more sensitive issue would be the transit of gas from Russia um, to Turkey via Ukraine. So I would say that the, um, the the supply of energy in Turkey largely depends on the transit gas rather than on what's happening uh, on the privatisation front. So I think Tom will be able to talk more uh, about this. Yeah, Tom, that might be a good point to bring you into this then. So um, I understand there have been some developments between Russian gas heading towards Ukraine this week. Could you tell us uh, what happened there? Yeah, so I think very much expected um, eventually as of Monday morning, uh, Nafta gas of Ukraine, the incumbent then restarted the import of of Russian gas uh, from Gazprom. So, in order for uh, onward supplies of Russian gas to the EU and indeed to Russia to be for that to be secured throughout the winter, it's really important that Russia uh, that Ukraine's storage tanks are filled up. And the only way this is really going to be happen is, is for Nafta gas to buy directly from Gazprom. So that's what has happened on Monday. Okay, so. Have flows restarted and what sort of volumes are we seeing? There's about $500 million uh, given to NAFTA gas from uh, in financial institutions such as um, the World Bank. The initial nomination, according to Gazprom, from was for 114 million cubic metres daily. Uktrans Gas, which is the Ukraine TSO, publishes data with a, with a few-day lag, but at the moment it looks like on, on that first Monday, 50, only 50 MCM turned up. Uh, Tuesday was 104 MCM. So it's inching higher. Um, I don't think that, that that difference is too much of a, a concern at the moment. But ultimately, the fact that the import has begun again, I think is going to be a massive sigh of relief for everyone further downstream of Ukraine. So as I said, the, the Turkish uh, Turkish buyers and the EU buyers are going to be 
it's just going to give them that bit more confidence that um, that come February and March there will still be gas to that can still float onto their onto their markets uh, rather than it being consumed within Ukraine, which itself has a huge uh, d- demand uh, during the, the peak winter. I see. So there's a bit more certainty for countries downstream which get this transit gas. Um, so, Ara, how are people in Turkey feeling about security of supply now that these um, Russian flows have restarted? Well, I suppose that there is still an element of uncertainty because if demand is very high in Turkey in winter and if, if of course, it's very cold in winter, demand will shoot up as it has done in previous years and we've always seen gas supply shortcuts. At the moment, everything looks all right. The flows are um, are reduced slightly, but this is because of maintenance on this western line that transits Ukraine and goes into Turkey. We expect that the transit uh, flows will be back to normal, to the 42 MCM per day by the 20th of October. So it's just a case of wait and see for the time being. Um, it's, it's difficult to predict at the moment, but as I say, it, it looks all right. So just to wrap up then, it sounds like there's a bit more certainty around Russian gas flowing to Europe and Ukraine this winter. But in Turkey, there's there's still uncertainty hanging over this privatisation of energy assets there. Both of those things will be issues that we'll be covering over the next couple of months. So keep in touch with us to find out more. But thanks for listening today.